What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, we're going to talk about our consciousness moving to another universe after death. Apparently there's a quantum theory that proves consciousness moves to another universe after death. And it comes to us from SciPhysics.com, and it comes to us, comes to us from a book titled Biocentrism, How Life and Consciousness are the Keys to Understanding the Nature of the Universe. And it's written by a Dr. Robert Lanza, who is a scientist and who was voted the third most important scientist alive by New York Times. So what he's an expert in is regenerative medicine, okay? Regenerative medicine and advanced cell technology. So he's got a company, and he's he's dealt with astrophysics, quantum mechanics, standard physics, and <clears throat> obviously we've gotten a lot of information from biocentrism as well, which teaches that life and consciousness are fundamental to the universe, and it is consciousness that creates the material universe, not the other way around. Which is interesting, right? Because we've always talked about how our thoughts are so important. Our thoughts can create things in the material world. I actually just recently did uh, the rice experiment uh, made so famous by Dr. Miyoto. Uh, For 30 days, I had rice in three separate containers. And I didn't use words. I only used thought. And each bag was labeled. First bag, I love you. Second bag was labeled... I'm not a big fan because I don't like to use certain words. So I said, I'm not a big fan. And then the last one I ignored. So the first one, I just thought, I love you. Every day as I walked past it, I didn't put a lot of effort or a lot of time into it. And then the other one just said, not a big fan. And the third one I ignored. After 30 days, the one I told I love you didn't have degradation. It was mostly white. The... Two other ones had black within them and throughout. So it was very fascinating. You know, it, it, it just, you know, it gives you that understanding that, you know, sometimes when you see this stuff on the Internet, you're like, eh, it's not true. You know, this video could be made up. Anybody could put some, you know, something in the rice to, like, make it degrade more. And it's not true. Do it for yourself. Do it at home. Just take cooked rice put them in three separate containers and see what the results are after your 30 days. Um, you'll see that the, the, our consciousness is creating our material world right around us. And Lanza points out, points to the structure of the universe itself. The laws and the forces are constants in the universe and they appear to be fine tuned for life, implying that intelligence existed prior to matter, which is interesting. 
right? Kind of like the whole Big Bang theory, but with a consciousness evolved around it. Stargate Universe brought up this point that there was this inherent intelligence in the background noise of the universe that they were looking for, and that's what their ship, the Destiny, was looking for. Uh, Lanza also states that we carry space and time around with us like turtles with shells, meaning that when the shell comes off, space and time, we still exist. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. This theory implies that the death of the consciousness uh, simply doesn't exist. The death of our, our bodies does exist, right? So think about this for a second. They believe that the body is going, some people believe that when you die, your consciousness will disappear too. If the body generates consciousness, then consciousness would die when the body dies. That makes sense. However, if the body receives consciousness in the same way that a cable box receives satellite signals or cable signals, then of course consciousness does not end at the death of the physical vehicle. Think about that for a moment. Think about you plugging in your cable box, right, with a coax cable, and the information received comes from a distance, right? It might come from your satellite dish or it might come from direct cable. Either way, the feed doesn't come from the cable box, to, you know, directly. The cable box just delivers the information to the television. Think about the cable box as being the physical brain. And think about if you damaged a piece of your cable box, then some of that information wouldn't be correctly relayed possibly to the television, right? Think about the brain. If you damage the physical brain, some of that information that's being cable boxed in from, from your, your spirit, from the universe, might not make it through the brain system because it might have been damaged from an accident or you had meningitis or something like that. So it all starts to make a hell of a lot of sense. It's really, really fascinating. And so when we talk about the constraints of space and time, our soul is able to be anywhere in the human body and outside of it. So in other words, it's it's a non-local uh, consciousness, in the same sense that quantum objects are also non-local when we talk about action at a spooky distance. So Lanza also believes that multiple universes can also exist simultaneously. In one universe, the body can be dead, and in another, it continues to exist, absorbing consciousness, consciousness which migrated into this universe. And this means that a dead person, while traveling through the same tunnel, ends up not in heaven or hell, but in a similar world she once inhabited, but this time alive. You know what's interesting? I've, I've read a lot of near-death experiences, and they've talked about how people, when they die, they go to a level of existence that is comfortable for that consciousness. They're not going to go to, you know... Just think about your level of education, right? You're not going to go to, like, Harvard if you're still working on pre-algebra. So you're going to go to a, a level of school or a level of playing field or a level of consciousness uh, where you feel comfortable. And it, it kind of makes sense, right? We're all on a frequency, just like cable boxes are on a frequency, just like radio stations are on a frequency. We're going to tune into those frequencies that we feel most comfortable with. Same thing with your friendships on Earth, right? You you blend with people that you're most familiar and comfortable with. <clears throat> so it's interesting, you know. It, here we he also talks about um, 
you know, having multiple worlds, multiple universes, um, and how our body continues to infinitely expand in the universe, just like the universe is infinitely expanding. Um, the fact that our universe is not alone is supported by data received from uh, a Planck space telescope. Uh, using the data, scientists had created the most accurate map of the microwave background, the so-called cosmic relic background radiation, which has remained since the inception of the universe. They also found that the universe has a lot of dark recesses represented by some holes and extensive gaps. So they talk about how these could be neighboring universes. Uh, these holes could be a result of attacks on us from neighboring universes and things of that back of, of that nature. So what about the soul? So there's an abundance of places or other universes where our soul could migrate after death, according to the theory of neobiocentrism. But does the soul exist? There's this, is there any scientific theory of consciousness that could accommodate such a claim? According to Dr. Stuart Hameroff, a near-death experience happens when quantum information that inhabits the nervous system leaves the body and dissipates into the universe. Contrary to materialistic accounts of consciousness, Dr. Hameroff offers an alternative explanation of consciousness that can perhaps appeal to both the rational scientific mind and personal intuitions. So, the consciousness resides, according to Stuart, uh, in the brain cells. And these brain cells are the primary sites of quantum processing, right? Just like we talked about with the cable box. Upon the death, this information is released from your body, meaning it that your consciousness goes with it. Wouldn't it be fascinating if, you know, when we talk about quantum physics and quantum molecules interacting uh, with the spooky action at a distance, if our soul is here and a part of our soul is here on Earth, and the larger part of our soul or centralized part of our soul is in the next dimension or in the whatever, the heavenly dimension or nirvana dimension. And when we go through the tunnel of, of light, that we're actually going in between the two particles of quantum physics. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, there's, there's action at a spooky distance. We don't see any connection between these two particles, but maybe we're traveling the distance between those two particles, between our soul body here on earth and our soul body in in the next dimension that would be fascinating i mean it it kind of makes sense to me because we're going through a tunnel some people say they seem to be moving very quickly and then you know there is part of us there and if we are non-local entities right meaning we're not just in one place that we're gathering information from other areas all the time that it, it might be it might be possible uh, back to the article, um, they state our souls are in fact constructed from the very fabric of the universe and may have existed since the beginning of time, which makes sense. There is no time for, you know, beings that never die. Um, our brains are just receivers and amplifiers for the proto-consciousness that is intrinsic to the fabric of space-time. So is there really a part of your consciousness that is non-material and will live after the death of your physical body? Yes. So, what the, you know, if we go back into a scientific uh, explanation of this, Dr. Hameroff states that 
Let's say the heart stops beating. This is his quote. Let's say the heart stops beating. The blood stops flowing. The microtubules in the brain lose their quantum state. The quantum information within the microtubules is not destroyed. It can't be destroyed. It just distributes and dissipates into the universe at large. Lanza would also add here that not only does it exist in the universe, it exists perhaps in another universe as well. If the patient is resuscitated, revived, this quantum information can go back into the microtubules and the patient says, I had a near-death experiences. If they're not revived and the patient dies, it's possible that the quantum information can exist outside the body, perhaps indefinitely as a soul. See, it's interesting because we're getting to that point now where science is explaining what a soul is and through through scientific definitions, right? Which is kind of what a lot of people have always wanted. Those who believe require no proof. Those who, you know, will never believe no proof is never is ever good enough. But when we start to have this scientific information coming through and, and explanations through quantum physics that we're beginning to understand, then maybe we'll have some more people jump on board to the understanding of a soul living on after death. So what do you think? What do you think about out-of-body experiences? What do you think about your, your mind living after you die? There may be some people listening to the podcast that don't believe that anything happens after we die, that, that when we die, we die, and that's it. And that's okay. Everybody's allowed to their own opinion. Uh, but I think it's interesting to at least examine other possibilities to find out what's out there. Because we're always asking about aliens, we're always asking about ghosts, we're always asking about paranormal, Bigfoot, this and that, extraterrestrials. And we know that there's a higher spiritual connection that they have. So there's got to be a higher spiritual connection and a further understanding of the universe and spirituality and, and who we are and what we represent in the grand scheme of the universe um, that we have yet to achieve. So hopefully we get there. But I hope you guys are having a great day, a great uh, weekend and are enjoying yourselves and I will bring a few more podcasts back here uh, hopefully today today and tomorrow and I hope you're enjoying them so hopefully you guys are taking care of yourself spiritually physically emotionally following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams and as always continue to question the universe around you till next time guys take care lockdown universe out